toleration be the love before pride and exaltation be the love be the love you are listening to be the love to awaken our souls we are souls on the journey and our mission is to awaken all humans to a higher state of consciousness and live vibrantly as spiritual beings We are here to open up the conversation to heal, awaken, and connect ourselves and the planet to a higher vibration of love frequency. I am Stacey Musial. And I am Brenda Carey. And we are your co-hosts at Be The Love Podcast. Thank you for tuning in and ascending with us. It starts with you. Everything you need is within you. This is your time. This is Adrienne Elise of the Supernova Soul Tribe. This is Nicholas David Mann. Namaste. My name is Nistella Joy Davy. This is Ron Interpreter, and you're listening to Be the Love Podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of Be the Love to Awaken Our Souls. Thank you again so much for tuning in this week. I am Stacy Musial. And I am Brenda Carey, and we are your co-hosts and souls on the journey. And this is our segment called Speak the Love. We would like to thank our Patreon supporters for allowing this weekly conscious conversation. And we are so grateful for all the support we have received with monthly donations on Patreon, five-star written reviews on iTunes and Spotify, and the connection within our Awakening Souls Facebook community. We are on a mission to raise the consciousness of humans and the planet, and we need your help. Please spread the word to your family and friends. Join us every week. And if you like what you hear, support us in a way that raises your vibration to love. And if it feels safe for you, I'd like to begin by inviting you to get centered with us. I'd like to begin by inviting you to take a beautiful cleansing breath in through your nose and out of your mouth, releasing anything that is keeping you from being present. And take another deep breath in through your nose. Breathing in calm, peaceful, loving energy and breathing out anything you are ready to release in this now moment. And take one more breath in through your nose, breathing in light and love for yourself and breathe that light and love and send it back to all of humanity, remembering that you always, always have your breath to come back to So on this week's Speak the Love, uh, we are going to be talking about this topic of being tired. And I feel like it's been a common theme amongst conversations with my friends and family, and it comes out in different ways. But sometimes it's, oh, I'm just so tired. I don't have the energy that I need to get through my day. And then I get the second wind at night, and then I end up being up really late at night. And then I'm so exhausted when I try to get up in the morning to get ready for work. And it's just this cycle. And I find it unfortunate that it's now becoming quite normalized in our society at large. And for me personally, I can definitely identify with this. When my kiddos were much smaller and I was juggling trying to chase them around, you know, trying to have energy to do all the 
doing all the mom things, being the householder, also having a, a job as well, and trying to juggle all of that and still do the things for myself. My self-care time got pretty squashed, like pretty much next to nothing because I didn't make it a priority. And I thought, okay, it's fine. I'll get all the things done first for everybody else. And then I thought whatever time was left over for me, then I'll do, you know, whether it was the yoga class or the meditation or the breath work that I wanted to do. And inevitably what happened, I would say 90% of the time, if not more, that time would never show up. Like I would do all the things for everybody else and then I would get distracted. And then there just wasn't any time for me. And so this became a pattern, not for days, not for weeks. It actually became months, probably close to years. And unfortunately, I think what started to become the issue for me is I started noticing not only was I tired, but my digestion was really poor and I started getting frequent headaches and it just continually got worse and worse until kind of shortening up this story. I was diagnosed with a digestive autoimmune condition. And so often tiredness is a precursor to a much larger dis-ease in the body. And that is my concern for people that come to me and say, oh, I'm just so tired every day. And I know that they don't take the, the really good care that they need to for themselves. Uh, so we're going to talk about this idea of tired. Hmm. It is really such a beautiful topic because, you know, there's so many people that do have this problem. And I know myself included, you know, in the past, I've experienced this tiredness, but it can really, you know, deflate how we feel about ourselves and, and the quality of life that we live and have. And because we don't have the energy to do the things that we really want to do. I remember you know, when I was a single mom living, you know, I was basically working about five jobs and that's not an exaggeration. Um, I, I had different jobs for different things. I was determined to take care of my son and be able to provide for him, you know, without any, any assistance from anybody. And so I worked and, and this was after I, I graduated and got my degree because I, you know, had my son and then went to school and got my bachelor's and master's. And so I was really living in survival mode for about 18 years. And so that that was my my reality of things. But I was always exhausted. My brain was foggy and I had, you know, all these other things going on. But it was that stress that I was constantly under, you know, my adrenals were exhausted and but I wasn't really taking care of myself because I was trying to take care of my son. But then I was also drinking a ton of coffee and energy drinks, you know? So that's what I was like living on because that's what was available to me. But that was like keeping me stuck in this cycle of burning out and living in survival mode. So there was no sense of relaxation because my body just had to keep going. And and I, I know that's how a lot of people are living. And, and that's the feeling, you know, that we have, that we have to live in that space. But it's really important to, you know, as I've learned to really build the foundation of health and healing and relaxation because of that fatigue that so many of us are living in. 
Yeah, I think our stories are quite common. And to shift out of that story, oh, I need the coffee or I need the energy drink, you know, or I just need to, you know, keep busy. Or for some people, it's stress eating. Uh, for some people, it's just, you know, oh, well, once I get to, to this point, then I'll take the time out that I need. And it never comes. And this is becoming normalized in our culture. And we're just burning ourselves out. You mentioned, you know, adrenaline fatigue. There's so many conditions that they are the result of taking time for ourselves first and really realizing that tired is not normal. It's just not. And there's different kinds of tired. And this is the one thing that I've been finding in my holistic coaching program is that tired doesn't feel the same for everybody. It doesn't look the same either. For some people, it is, you know, you mentioned like I'm scattered and I'm overwhelmed and I have to do all these busy things and we're physically busy and mentally busy and decision fatigue comes in there. That can be a form of tired. For some people, it's not quite the scattered anxiousness. Some, for some people, it's like burnout, like they're frustrated all the time. They just get really pissed off and they're just burnt out. And even things that like brought them joy initially just don't anymore. And I've been through periods of that too. It's like that overwork, overtired, that kind of tired. And then um, there are the sweet souls out there that have, that just really struggle with depression. That tiredness for them literally is like lethargy and they don't move. And we already have a tendency to live in a very sedentary culture and this just adds to it. And so they really struggle with depressive type of just having, what I would say, too much earth energy. I mean, it's good to be grounded but there's also a balance or a continuum where it just like takes so much effort for them just to even get out of bed. So just know whatever, you know, if you're a listener and you're like, hmm, I kind of fit into more, more of the scattered overwhelm category, or maybe it's the more burnout and frustrated, or it could be just feeling really depressed and really struggling with lethargy. Yeah, absolutely. And I think you, you know, you really make a good point on how these, you know, being tired becomes so normalized in our, our culture, you know, because it's people are, you know, it might be easy for someone just to go home and, and maybe turn on the TV or, you know, eat, you know, stress eating and, and not realize why they're eating, you know, because we're stuffing down our emotions or, you know, and when you're tired, you're less likely to respond and you're more likely to react to the situation that is coming up. But it really does take away from the joy in our life. And so, yeah, so I'm curious too, Brenda, so I know you've done a lot of work around this tiredness. I know it's a passion of yours and you get really excited about talking about it. And and you've also had your newsletter that I've been reading lately, which is really good. I love like it's so thorough and just so informational. And so I'm just curious if you can talk about what, because I read in your newsletter too that you know, around the four directions and how to create abundant energy. And I'm wondering if you could just talk a little bit about that. I would love to. Yeah, I am passionate about this topic because I know, like, I know what it's like to be tired. And to be honest, if someone would have asked me if I was tired, I'd be like, well, yeah, sure. I have to 
you know, just like everybody else. And I just, I'm going to stay busy, but that didn't actually solve the root of the problem. And neither did the 3 PM coffee addiction or the sugar. I, Oh, that's my go-to. If I had to pick something as I get that little sugar boost in, you know, to get me through the day. But I am really passionate about this topic because I knew deep down, I had to admit my, to myself that I wasn't really living inspired. Like, I just kind of was getting through the day and, and there was nothing necessarily bad going on, like quote unquote bad, but I also wasn't really living my dreams. Like there were things I really wanted to do, but I just didn't have the energy to do it. And my sleep was terrible. Like I would sleep for a while and then get up and then sleep for a while. So I woke up tired and eventually, yes, that did lead me down the path of disease specifically as autoimmune for someone else. It could be something different. So with my work in yoga and energy healing, I came up with these like four directions. And these were things that I recognized within myself and people that I coach. And I found them to be really useful and hopefully pretty succinct. So I call them the four directions because I love, I love maps. I love having a map because I'm a hiker. And so I like having a map where I kind of know where I'm going. And so the first direction I talk about is having a destination. Uh, in yoga, we might call this an intention or a sankalpa. But the one thing that I notice is throughout my day, my inner self-talk was saying, oh my gosh, I'm so tired. I'm just so tired. I don't know if I'm going to make it through the day. Oh, my kids are driving me crazy because I'm so tired. And so guess what happens? I mean, Great more like, tiredness. Yeah. <laughs> it's like a self-fulfilling prophecy. So I'm like, okay. I at least need to stop the negative self-talk and the, you know, the reinforcement that I'm tired, you know, so when I, I would just catch myself and be like, okay, I'm just going to change that to, for these next five minutes, I have enough energy and just make it in small increments through my day. So that was the first direction, just switching the direction, not going down the path of I'm so tired, I'm so tired and reinforcing that with my inner dialogue, but I switching love that. it up. Yeah. I love that because you're, you know, you're focusing on what your, where your thoughts are going with that, because it is like when we talk about something or say something over and over, it's like an, a mantra, right? And yeah. so we can change that mantra by shifting it to something different. But also I love what you said about just like the small increments. So it doesn't have to be like big changes, but those yeah. small changes that can be achievable. Yeah. Because I know it's it's tough when you're really chronically tired. It's tough to go from, I am so tired, I'm so tired, to I have all the energy in the world, because that's just not true. And you could say it, but not really believe it. Mm. So I made it just small increments. Like, I will have enough energy till lunchtime. And then I'll take a few deep breaths. And then, you know, we'll see how my energy goes after that. So just taking it in smaller bite-sized chunks, basically. And then that leads me to the second direction, and that is breathe life into that direction or destination because breath work is super important. Mm -hmm. uh, our society does not breathe deep enough to get enough oxygen to our brains. So we are mentally fatigued because we're just not breathing deep enough. A lot of us sit in front of a screen just like this mm -hmm. <laughs> and we're not using our lower belly to breathe from. We're just breathing super shallow up in our chest. And most of us have so much tension in our neck and shoulders 
that were just forgetting to breathe super deep. So mm-hmm. what I would do is just like breathe in my intention statement or the destination that I wanted to feel like, like breathe it in super big and then like big exhale out, just kind of letting go of any tension or stress. Hmm. I love that breath is so important, you know, because like when we constrict the breath, that's the first thing that goes when we are under stress is the breath. So when we can begin to breathe into something and breathe into our body, it really helps the flow of energy move. So I think that's a powerful, yeah, powerful direction. It's so simple too, but just needs constant reminders. Sometimes I would just set like the alarm on my phone every hour and it would just go ping. And then I'm like, okay, I'm going to take 10 deep breaths right now. Mm -hmm. And then it just over time became more automatic. And I just breathe deep as a practice, not as just something involuntarily that I do, but as a practice to help bring in that prana or that life force energy. Mm -hmm. Um, And then it brings to my next one, this kind of leads in and that's you have to embody the feeling that you want, Mm -hmm. and like physically do it with breath. So for me, and we've talked about this on a previous episode, Mm -hmm. I was really playing it small in my life. I mean, yes, I love serving my family. That's one of the great joys. But then I was starting to get resentful because I was like, I'm always serving them. Like, what about me? You know, and there would this be resentment that would creep up. And so I was playing it small. And so I would literally just open my arms wide and my feet really wide and breathe in really deep and just be like, I have energy, you know, and then that was like embodying this expansion and bigness, (laughs) you know, in my physical frame. And then I would go for a walk and I would move forward. And that's that moving forward energy Mm -hmm. because I wanted to step into this new, new destination of who I wanted to be. Mm -hmm. That's really, I mean, I love that too, because like, you know, when you connect the embodiment, the feeling, you are owning it. Your energy, your body, your brain is getting the message. Oh, she means, or he means business. You know, this is like an embodied feeling and the universe reacts, responds, not reacts, responds to frequency. And so when you are owning that energy, you're also telling the universe, yeah, this is, you know, I mean business and this is truly what I'm, I'm here to create. Yeah, very true. So these directions take us through like creating the the feeling and the mental, you could even visualize it, the destination of how you want to feel and where you want to go. And then you breathe life into it to give it the energy, that prana. And then we begin to embody the feeling and it can be different for every person. Maybe it is a walk in nature, like walking forward. Maybe it's expanding out. Maybe it's, you know, I a yoga practice. Um, I know someone, they loved a hula hoop, like, (laughs) because it's fun and they wanted to bring more fun into their life. Love that. (laughs) Yeah. Right. Um, For some people it was gardening because they wanted to really like connect with the earth. And so they would just literally like kneel into the earth and plant their seeds. So think of how would you embody this new feeling, this new inspired energy that you want to bring into your life. And there's so many fun ways, creative ways to do that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I love a hula hooping. And if it, if you, you know, if anyone needs to try hula hooping, I would highly recommend it. I, I did it last summer for the first time since, I don't know, probably since I was a kid, but 
Oh, I, I mean, it just gets you into the flow and, and just into your body. And, you know, it's just fun being childlike. I think, you know, just having that that play and playfulness can be really helpful for helping to embody those feelings as well and movement, you know, move that new energy into your life because that's really, you know, helping to create energies, you know, through this movement piece. Yeah. So, and it's yeah. often, it's often overlooked. I think mm -hmm. again, it goes back to that sedentary culture that people think if I just think about it enough, it'll happen. And I'm like, no, the physical body needs to know like innately know, because it has, our body has its own wisdom. Mm -hmm. And when we connect in to that with breath work and with an intention, it's so, so powerful. Mm -hmm. And we shift, we begin to transform the stagnancy into this more inspired living. And then the last direction, and to be honest with you, this was probably the most difficult one for me. And I think this comes from my own like cultural conditioning. And that was like, I would feel like I would do these first three directions really well at first. I could be super motivated. I would totally do it. And then, I don't know, after a couple of weeks or a situation would come up, I would just kind of not do it anymore. And I didn't have the reinforcement. And so it, consistency is so key because we can so easily go back to the old story of, oh, I'm so tired. Oh, I'm so tired. I'm so tired. I'm so tired. And just sit there and breathe shallow that we need to have the consistency and accountability. So that's when I started like literally looking for people that aligned with what I also wanted in my life. Um, and that took a, a particular, you know, health coaching group. It's also what I provide, but we do need that consistency because so often we just fall back into old patterns and it can be super subconscious. It's not like we're like, oh yeah, I want to be tired again. I want to be addicted to the energy drinks and the sugar. <laughs> no, we just kind of fall back into the old neural pathways of doing life how we used to. Mm -hmm. So true. I think, you know, for anything really, we, we need that consistency. It takes time to build those new neural networks. And, you know, if in, it might feel uncomfortable at first, but, you know, the more you do it, the more seeds and new connections you're making into that. And so to keep doing that, you know, to help me with a new pattern or new behavior I want to add in, you know, I add it to my calendar. Like, this is my appointment with myself. This is what I'm going to be doing today. And and then pretty soon I can't live without it. And it's like, it becomes a part of my daily ritual, you know? Yeah. And, and so it's so important to have that consistency, I think is really key. It is. And that was one of circling back to my story at the beginning of our discussion, like I started to learn that I had to put my practices first, mm -hmm. even before taking care of everybody else. And even if it was just for like five minutes, that just set the tone for my day. And I would take short breaks, you know, throughout the day to continually remind myself that I deserve to take care of myself. Because mm -hmm. when I was sick, I wasn't I mean, I wasn't of any use to anyone because I, I did need to rest. My body was really struggling. So once mm -hmm. I consciously made that decision of, hey, like for this, I have this morning time for myself. I have short breaks throughout the day for myself and I have a nighttime routine for myself. And that made all the difference in the world. And I healed from my autoimmune condition. And mm -hmm. I tell people 
it's not just my story, but, you know, also people that I've worked with, we do need to put ourselves first and it's totally not selfish. Not at all. If there's anything, you know, self-care, self-love is not a selfish act. It's, it's necessary in order to, you know, provide for others. We have to provide for ourselves first so we can feel good and feel abundant in energy. And so Brenda, I know that you've got this beautiful program coming up this fall, and I want to hear more about that. Can you tell our listeners a little bit about your offering? I would love to do that. Thank you. So my holistic lifestyle program is called Inspired Living. Uh, It came because of my own healing journey that I wanted to breathe life initially into myself because I didn't know how to do it. And I didn't have the consistency and support that I really needed. Uh, And so I now offer this to women or those who identify as women. And I'm starting up the group this fall on September 20th. That's 2022. And if you want to, you know, check out some of my offerings, would love for you to check out my website, which is sacredpathyogaandreiki.com. And if you go to that website address with a forward slash the word journey, it will take you to my free video series. And it's called uh, Journey to Abundant Energy. And we'll give you these directions and some other tools um, on how to create an inspired life. So you do have the energy to live out your dreams. And I don't mean to sound like a cliche with that at all, but you know that is what I'm doing and some of the other women in my group. And we go through different holistic lifestyle practices that really energize you. It puts you in with an amazing group of women that are on this conscious path to living a more vibrant and healthy life on all levels, body, mind, and spirit. Well, that sounds amazing, Brenda. So thank you for sharing that. I would highly recommend signing up for Brenda's program and really work on that. You know, I think sometimes we we think we don't need a program or, you know, but I think it's it's getting the support you need is really important to, you know, help and because we don't have to do everything alone, you know, so reach out and get the support that you can, you can receive and it'll, you know, the results will be in the magic will be in the results. Yes. And definitely check out the links in the show notes and you can reach out to me either be the love podcast on Facebook or at sacred path healing yoga and Reiki. And if you are interested in my book, Your Empowered Soul, A Natural Pathway to Healing Anxiety and Depression, you can find that on Amazon as well. And we will add that to the show notes. And thank you for listening to Be The Love Podcast. If you've enjoyed listening to our show, please share the love by sharing it with your friends, giving us a five-star written review on iTunes, or liking us on Facebook. Please consider supporting our mission to awaken our souls with special guest interviews and speak the love conscious conversations with your co-hosts, myself and Brenda. A monthly donation of $2.22 or $5.55 really helps us with the operating costs of this podcast so we can continue to spread the love. To contribute, visit our Patreon website at patreon.com forward slash be the love podcast. Stay tuned for more episodes being released on Mondays and Thursdays at 5.55 a.m. Mountain Time.
Thank you, Heather Lynn, for providing us with your beautiful song to accompany our show, Be the Love. If you would like to learn more about Heather Lynn and her music, please visit her website at heatherlynnmusic.com. And thank you, Christy Grace at Leading Edge Productions for the beautiful design and graphic. And thank you for tuning in. And until next time, we are souls on the journey to align to our divine purpose and shine our lights. So keep on shining.